0: The first hard rain after a, a roof replacement, homeowners are getting debris, nails washing out of the downspouts, and they hate it.
1: You could have the most beautiful, gorgeous roof in the world with the best possible materials ever, right. and you slightly smunched one bush.
0: Oh, man. And the, and the, it's game over for Mrs. Smith. I well, it's like, a messy business. A yeah. lot can go wrong. Actually, at Avco Roofing, I won the Gas Man Award. Okay because i hit the most gas lines out of anybody there
1: hey how's it going it's tim brown and this is the hook better leads podcast and today i have eric mcintosh from the catch-all what's up how are you doing very good great to be here nail catch now yes is that a separate
0: company or is this under it's underneath the catch-all it's a new product from the catch-all
1: we're talking about what do homeowners really want when it comes to a roofing project and I honestly am in this mode more often. I I like playing the homeowner for roofers because I think a lot of us just get in our own world and we're thinking like a roofer, which is good in all sorts of ways when it comes to the technical stuff, but when it comes to selling and marketing to homeowners, we gotta zoom out and say, what would I want if I was a homeowner? Right. So what do you think is a very important thing when it comes, and I want us not to lead with the the nails thing because I know that's something you guys helped solve, but what else do you think is very important when it comes to what a homeowner wants?
0: Yeah, so I came up in Avco roofing, my best friend for 20 years now, he picks, owns Avco, and he was roofing for a long time before I got into it, and what he knew and what he always preached to us um, as sales guys and project managers was customer experience wins mm-hmm. above everything else. And he would just say, hey, listen, make sure the customer feels cared for and you will be able to feed your family. Yeah, Don't worry about all the profitability in every job and stress out about this and this and these details. Just make sure the customer knows that you care about them and, and that you are taking care of them and their yeah. property. And so what we found is we really were pushing the envelope as far as in our market, materials we were using, craftsmanship. We're really going above and beyond as far as using step flashing on every job, you know, which is a lot of work and a lot of expense. You know, we used storm guard on every job. We upgraded the hip and ridge. But what we found over time is homeowners didn't appreciate that because they really didn't understand it. And they just looked at me as like, hey, roofing man, like, yeah, you tell me that's great. Awesome. But then what they knew was if their house is a mess during the process. If they find some nails later, two weeks later, they're stressed out. Or even if they find granules washing out of the downspouts, mm-hmm. you know, in the first hard rain, they're like, "Is my roof broken?" Um, but if it's if it, the job site's a mess afterwards, they think that you don't care. Mm-hmm. And so that's what we we really yeah. tried to shift our focus from just what's on the roof because they're not on the roof. They yeah. don't they don't understand the craftsmanship.
1: You could have the most beautiful gorgeous roof in the world with the best possible materials ever. Right. And you slightly smunched one bush. Oh man. And the, and the, it's game over for Mrs. Smith. She's right. like, she's frustrated. And you're like, well, the roof's awesome though. And yes. it's like, for some reason that Bush mattered to her. And so certainly right. this isn't a universe, like the things we're going to talk about in this podcast, it's not just universally it's always this one thing like customers, customer experience let's call that number one yeah I'm gonna say number two let's just say whatever matters to that individual it might be a bush yes you know what I mean it might be a flower it might be something so those are things that you have to be very very careful of and I mean not to have all these direct you in the direction of catch-all but like if you're just throwing tarps over a bush you can burn that bush
0: right Right, so for sure But speaking to that, the individual, that was maybe the biggest thing that I learned when I, because I'd never been in sales before. Mm -hmm. My career was in film and TV and I loved it and enjoyed it, but I really wanted to spend more time with my family. I wanted to get into business. Sales was my path towards that. And then knowing Heath and being friends with him, it was a really great path for me personally. But what I learned, the biggest thing I learned was how to listen to people. Mm -hmm. And so my mission when I went into somebody's house is I asked a lot of questions and just listened as much as i could possibly listen because people will tell you and you can get the idea of what's important to them and then i'll mm. make notes and make sure that i remember you know i remember their son plays soccer and he's got a big you know soccer game or something yeah. like hey i can i would just ask about hey i, I can see your landscaping you know I has got like the really shivers i don't this. know if that's the
1: red bull or the ac <laughs> or you just saying
0: listening but i th- I think yeah. that's number three. Let's make that number three. I learned how to listen. That yeah. was something, that was maybe my biggest lesson the first year of roofing um, was just listening to the homeowners mm-hmm. because then that gave me the ability to, to meet their needs. And everybody's different. Mm-hmm. Some people don't give a crap about their lawn so much. They just want yeah. whatever it is. Um, you know, and yeah, and there's
1: nothing, there's, I would say also some of the things we're going to talk about, it's like here's what the ideal is. They don't want you to touch a bush. And then really what it comes down to is can you, can you listen right. and understand their, their issues and then give them reasonable expectations right, yes. based on it. Because like, I want zero noise. Well, you're not gonna get zero noise, but here's a reasonable expectation yep. for what's gonna happen. Because yep. if you don't tell them before it happens, that's when
0: people get frustrated. Yes, you have to set expectations. And then bring things up ahead of time. Like, hey, you know, how's your dog with noise? Because mm-hmm. I, can, you know, I see you love your dog. Um, does your dog need to be boarded? You know, during this mm-hmm. time, or do we need to set times where I know there's a clean place in the yard so the dog can come out inside, use the restroom, and I can facilitate and make sure it's safe for the dog during mm-hmm. that time. Things like that.
1: Number four, I'm gonna go with clarity around each step. So I think that kind of goes to customer experience, but like I find in marketing, it's really helpful to kind of tell them these are the four main steps of your project Mm -hmm. and just give them a a simple overview version of what it will feel like and look like, because that decreases anxiety around a project and makes them more likely to want to move forward. Cause when you give them 15 steps to the project, and I know that there are really for your company internally, but maybe they're, they aren't touching all right. 14 of those
0: steps you don't want to overwhelm
1: yep if you overwhelm them people slow down Mm -hmm. so if you give them clarity and simplicity they speed up yeah and they they their anxiety goes down and so if you're a four step if you're presenting four steps to a project and your competitors presenting a lot more it's going to be easier for you to sell that simplicity i think on average people love simplicity
0: yeah And I would say that was, that's actually, you touched on another lesson that I learned later in my career, I didn't learn it in my first year, was my tendency was to sugarcoat a little bit. Mm. Like, hey, you know, it's messy, but we're going to take care of you. Yeah. Um, I learned a lot of people, some people feel like, oh, good, he's going to take care of it. And then when something bad happens, like, hey, you know, you told me you're going to take care of all Mm -hmm. this stuff. I started warning people a little bit more. I started being a little bit more upfront with them, like. These are the things that can go wrong. If this happens, we're going to fix it. Because there's nothing
1: wrong with something going wrong. Right, exactly. If you prepped them the right way. Yeah. Like, there's going to be something that goes wrong, almost. Right.
0: I used to sugarcoat the most probably with a schedule, you know, because there's... Ah, yeah. With crews, you know, bouncing between different jobs and moving this here and going there, and they don't have this many, you know, as many guys today... I was not good in the beginning of my career about setting expectations. I would say, "Hey, we're gonna be here Tuesday. We're gonna be done Wednesday evening." When really I should have said, "Hey, we're planning to be here Tuesday, pending a million variables. This is our ambition. We're mm-hmm. gonna be here Tuesday. I, w- in a perfect world, we'll be done Wednesday afternoon. It might go Thursday, maybe even Friday. I just mm-hmm. want to let you know some, you know, things happen, and you know, the crews." We don't always have all the guys that we need every yeah. day things like that but
1: that's to me that's like if you prep them on that mm-hmm. what we're more likely to get is I guess baseline is like somebody who doesn't hate us right that's good yeah and then second you're more likely to get reviews and referrals right if there's a legitimate I think even just saying we're less likely to, less likely to get somebody, that, that hates us. Right. It's probably enough to motivate most people. Like We don't want customers that hate us. Right. We ideally want every customer to give us a review and referrals mm-hmm. and, and you're kind of always backstopping for that. It's like when you're investing, you have the, if it goes beneath this cell, but to me the, the backstop in, in this is like give them the, what could go bad. enough so that they're not confused when it, when, if something
0: does and hopefully something doesn't, some people get overly nervous and some, you know, you just have to reassure people, Hey, we do this every day. Things do happen, but we're going to take care of you.
1: I would say that is a point that that could be a number. Like basically it's like reassurance that you're going to take care of them if something goes wrong. Mm -hmm. And I mean, if they've had contractors before, there's quite a good likelihood that they've had something right. go very wrong, and and I guess fear of loss is one of those most the most motivating things. Yeah. So if you can just let them know that you're gonna help them
0: if something does go wrong, and they've had you know,
1: I well, feel it's like, a messy
0: business. A yeah. lot can go wrong. Actually, at Avco Roofing, I won the Gas Man Award. Okay. Because I hit the most gas lines out of anybody there. <laughs> I hit at one point. I had hit it ten gas lines. I don't remember if it was in yeah. one year, but ten gas lines. And it's not code. There should be. There should never be a gas line within three inches of the roof deck. Yeah. But that many plumbers, when running their gas lines, had broken code, and then it's covered up in spray foam insulation mm-hmm. or just enough back. Because I would inspect every attic yeah. beforehand and look and look for you know potential issues and things like that, and take notes and take pictures and all this, but. I'm was that Heath that gave you that award? It was. Yeah, <laughs> I still have it. It's hanging in my garage.
1: Classic, amazing. Yeah. Reminds me of a fire guy uh, on The Office when they call Ryan fire guy because he sets the oh, fire. Oh yeah. Ryan right, um, started the fire. Yeah, yes. Uh, I, I like it. Uh, yeah. So what's something, so I think we're, we're at like four or five, but what else do you think homeowners really, really care about? And I mean, like, let's just kind of zoom out for a second. What else do they care about?
0: So my philosophy is I wanted to be the friendly expert that was always my goal yeah I wanted to be a smiling face hey I'm here I want to help you I know about roofing I can answer any of your questions and by the way if you have a question I don't know I'm gonna find out and get back with you Yeah. so that was how I I it was my ambition to be the friendly expert yeah and so what I found is that people just really trusted me and they would refer me to their neighbors and friends and that's how I made my living after I, I door knocked really hard for six months to get started. Yeah. Um, and then after that, I would ask every single, mm. every single homeowner for um, a review online. And I would ask them, I would say, Hey, listen, I feed my family based on referrals. Um, can you think of anybody who I could help? And then a lot of times they would walk me to their neighbor's house and they'd be like, Hey Bob, you need to meet Eric. He helped me with my roof. He needs to help you with yours. And then Bob's like, okay, you're the man. And that's, I didn't have to sell them once. Then I was always in the mode of friendly expert. I was never in the mode of salesman. So people want the just- the friendly expert. People, love trust, that. people trust the friendly expert.
1: That's incredible. And it kind of gets to my point. I mean, I've gotten it from a lot of just really charismatic. Not. I mean, you're I'm pretty, not, you're pretty I'm a, charismatic. A, I'm an
0: introvert. You're pretty charismatic. <laughs> the,
1: but you're a friendly expert, okay? Mm-hmm. And what I tell people that Solely door knocking, you're out there door knocking for years and years. I feel like some people are making it harder than they need to make it mm-hmm. on themselves. Like, if you can start getting more referrals from every deal, mm-hmm. then you don't have to
0: door knock so hard i mean i certainly think
1: you should door knock around jobs
0: so yeah we would do our grade eight which is the eight jobs closest i believe in that i'm just saying
1: like as far as like making it your only and primary thing Mm -hmm. when every single homeowner knows a lot of other homeowners
0: yeah but to me the grade eight is not a door knocking campaign it's not like hitting 30 doors in a day you know it's just hey i'm here in the neighborhood you know this is a messy job please let me know if any trash comes over here here's my card.
1: Yeah. And then um, if, if you pair that with branding on the job site. Yes. I think that That's that big, big. is more and more powerful. Right. right. The, and I, so I think of all the stuff that we talk about with branding on the job site, like catch all mm-hmm. um, and others, you know, the, the yard sign, the truck. Right. Maybe a project manager at the job as all of those things are enhancing. Um, it's like the billboard. It's the billboard in the uh, the neighborhood. Right. Um, g- Talk to me about this. I think it's like the seventh item, but we're, we're, you guys are debuting a product Yeah. at at this show. We're Mm -hmm. at roofing process conference, 2023. And what is this product and what does that solve for the homeowner?
0: Yeah. So we're really excited about this product and it is so simple. We can't believe that no one's ever come up with it before. Um, but a big issue that we've run into, even when we use the catch-all landscape protection, because that catches the nails when they come off the roof, but a big issue is cleaning out the gutters and cleaning out the downspouts because it's just such a messy job and trash and nails get stuck all over the place. Mm-hmm. Um, and what we were finding is the first hard rain after a, a roof replacement, homeowners are getting debris, nails washing out of the downspouts and they hate it because you know, sometimes it's in the mulch. They don't like that. Sometimes it's on the driveway, even worse, or a pool deck, mm-hmm. or where their dog runs to go to the bathroom, or their kids. You know, and so homeowners are upset. And we would always warn them. I would warn home- homeowners before leaving every time, and I would say, "Hey, listen. You know, nails and other trash get stuck in the in the gutters and downspouts. You know, we blew them out, but you, and we shook out your downspouts, but." Things just get stuck, mm-hmm. and there's there's really nothing I can do about that. So just expect in the next hard rain. Just please look around at the base, you know, of all your splash blocks, and if you see nails, please just pick them up. You know, it's just unfortunately part of the part mm-hmm. of the deal. Um, but now we realized we don't have to accept that. And what we figured out is we could just put a filter on the downspout. So when it rains, um, we now have a filter catch bag. So yeah. All those nails, whatever trash, And the water goes through. The water goes straight through. Um, we've tested it, actually, to hurricane levels of, I mean, only so There much. has to
1: be pretty, this has to be pretty strong material. It is though. very strong. Yeah. That's, that's amazing.
0: So yeah. It's, it's catching
1: all the nails. It's yes. catching all the debris. Even granules.
0: Yeah. Okay. Because sometimes homeowners get freaked out in the first hard rain. A lot of granules come off yeah. the roof. They think, is my roof screwed up? Like, it's hard, to, the it's hard apart?
1: to, like, educate every homeowner on every tiny thing right. like so you could say you may have some granules coming through but to get all of your salespeople yes. to say that every or single to get time, the homeowner to pay
0: attention because they might yeah. be like yeah yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. and there's 12 about important things before, yeah
1: to tell them right, right. so it's mm-hmm. like hard to say all these things so you could say that would be a solution just educate them on that but then
0: yeah still
1: doesn't feel good as a homeowner right so, and so the nail yeah.
0: catch is just an easy solution. You zip tie it to the base of every downspout and just say, "Hey, please leave this in place, you know, until after the, the first hard rain." And then the zip ties are releasable. Just hit this tab and throw the whole thing away, mm-hmm. and so it'll catch all that stuff. And it's just another touch point of care with every homeowner. And so, and you think, can market
1: that, right? This yeah. is what I like about it because I always like advise all of our. Uh, roofing clients that use the catch-all to really market it to push it as a the home protection system maybe even brand it to your company right right? there's a lot of ways that you can push this you could also brand this item to your company the Mm -hmm. DreamWorks uh, dream nail catcher or whatever it happens to be right you can create little mini brands around these items and the truth is for a while till next year most of your competitors are not going to be using the snail catcher just yet. So if you're in your market and you can market these little extra things because the homeowner doesn't know what's like, but they do know they want clean yard as clean as possible. So you're saying these couple things I'm using to keep your yard as clean as possible. And if you you have them and somebody else doesn't. Right. It just starts to feel like you're the customer service company.
0: Yeah. You Not know, the competitor, right? It's a little bit like an HVAC contractor mm-hmm. who, when, you know, he goes in your house, Hey, I'm sorry. You know, I've been working outside next to the compressor. My boots are a little dirty. I'm sorry. The booties. Yes. yes. Now there's booties. Yep. So all those guys put on booties. Uh, I see just, lo-
1: roofing companies do that too. Yeah. It's, it's classy. Just, I'm saying that's a classy right. move. It makes you look different.
0: Yes. It, it, it's signaling that, Hey, we care about you. Yep. And we, we don't want to mess up your property.
1: And maybe I'm not like so familiar with you that it's because it's scary having a right. big roofing sales guy mm-hmm. in your house sometimes or whatever. And you're, you put him in booties. That yep. makes you feel gentler, too. I kind of yes, like, absolutely. I mean, I don't
0: think that's a bad idea. So it's very similar. Yeah. It's, you know, it's a disposable product. It's, it's, a, it's not a big investment. Yeah. Of money. How, you it's, know, and it's you
1: buy them in packs or yes. like as a, as a roofer?
0: In, yeah. Boxes of 25.
1: Boxes of 25. I'm sorry, 15. 15, excuse yeah. me. And it's basically, uh, yeah, it's pretty low cost. Um, and ultimately you market it, you, you it helps you get more jobs potentially as right. well. And mm-hmm. then if you yeah. get callbacks, that's expensive, right? Oh, it's expensive. So if we're decreasing the amount of callbacks, this, this is from, uh, Heath Hicks, a guy who cares yeah. a lot about the profitability of his roofing company, right? right? Like, and what's not profitable is coming back to do it's little, that opportunity cost, little man. stuff. Because it's I think if expensive. I'm spending yeah.
0: an hour, call it two hours, now I have to drive over here, spend an hour walking around, 15 minutes, consoling the homeowner about the nails. How many people could I have spoken with? And what's the opportunity cost? Did I miss a roof sale? I could have. Yeah. That's a big opportunity cost.
1: I mean, that's, and you're I, smoothing I would some, here, yeah. you're
0: smoothing something over, yeah. and, you know? So it's not a good experience for you or the homeowner. Yeah,
1: and that's a that's another thing. Do you want your salespeople, your project consultants always kind of smoothing over little right. things? Right. That decreases the vibe. Mm-hmm. I mean that that's a probably like a very intangible thing, but at the same time, like if your project consultants are always kind of smoothing over these little things, it does diminish their not only their time, but their energy their energy to sell. Right. I mean
0: Yeah. There's a finite amount of energy.
1: Yeah, and we gotta keep our energy good.
0: Yeah.
1: I don't know, I just think anything like this to make a homeowner feel more taken care of and feel like you're next level customer care, you, I mean, everything's gonna be easier to sell.
0: Yeah, and my favorite thing is giving the homeowner something to talk about. Yeah. Because when they see their neighbor, you know, they can say, hey, how's your roofer? Did Did he use the nail catch on the downspouse? Did he filter this? Oh no, he didn't. Mine's better. Can you, you know. can you give me a little like
1: <laughs> background of the of the product? Like, did did you guys start using this at Avco uh, recently, or how long ago did you start? Yeah, so, integrating
0: this into what you guys are doing at the roofing so company. So the idea came about um, two years ago, because just always trying to push the envelope of mm-hmm. what's possible and customer experience. I mean, that's been the constant goal of Avco Roofing via Heath Hicks and now in the catch-all is just pushing the envelope for customer experience. And now, you know, uh, through the catch-all, we're sharing it with mm. the industry. We really want to elevate the industry as a whole. We don't, we would love for people to see roofers in a very positive light. Mm. And so we think the more professional we can be as a whole, the better experience it'll be for everyone. Everybody who needs a roof place every roofing contractor. Um, we just want to be a very well-respected um Culture, a well-respected group of people, and so we think if we can elevate the customer experience for everybody, then the whole the whole industry will, will will be elevated. And yeah. so th- yeah. this is just another extension of that because you know the landscape protection kit from the catch-all catches all that stuff while you're there, but it doesn't catch whatever comes out in three mm. weeks during yeah. that thunderstorm. So, you know, we originally thought. We could put magnets in all the splash blocks, and then yeah. it'll catch the nails. And then I'm thinking, well, that's kind of expensive. And then you have to go pick them back up, and why don't we just do a filter bag? Yeah. You know? And so we, I we were testing them. I, I first tested the idea. I used mosquito nets on my own downspouts. Mm-hmm. Um, but that material is actually fairly expensive. We wanted them to be a disposable Yeah. Item, you know, I, we don't want to create anything that you have to go back and get. That's, I mean, I think that's very smart. Yeah.
1: I want to just touch on this idea of letting the customer experience drive forward your roofing company. So this is like a big thing that Jeff Bezos pushes, which is that customer experience. If you let it drive you and actually he calls negative customer experience, um, essentially he calls it divine discontent or Mm. he's like, we kind of love it because then we get to fix it for that customer. You know what I mean? If we get the feedback, there's a negative feedback, the more negative feedback you're getting and actually doing something with it, the more you're innovating. Right? Right. So thinking about this, the negative customer experience as a something to drive you forward. Right. And to catch as much of that as possible Mm -hmm. because it's happening whether you want to acknowledge it or not that some people are frustrated with nails after a rain coming out of their downspout, And if we're the ones paying attention and actually solving for that, your business is going to be the one that's driven forward by the wind of discontent. I mean, it's, it's kind of a weird thing, but that's his thing on like, customer experience, like in those negative experiences really driving the innovation. I've thought a lot about that. Like this, that's kind of my mindset around the customer experience. And right. then also like I've thought about an employee experience too. Like if there's negative employee experiences, cause I get like, we, we use something called office vibe, not mm-hmm. to go off on a complete tangent here, but I get negative experiences from my employees. Like I have that built into really, yeah. And then it's a good product. Office that's vibe. That's cool. It's sweet. Um, but it sometimes I read them and I'm like, oh, god, millennials. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Like I'm like, uh, you know, like some like product in the kitchen or something isn't there. But you know what I'm saying? Like ultimately, like at least I'm the one hearing it and can actually right. like make a decision on whether I'm going to solve for that or not. Um, and ultimately, if I'm head and shoulders above what my competing employer is offering, then I get yeah. to keep that employee and. You know, attract new ones. But mainly I wanted to I wanted to cover that thing about Jeff Bezos' thought about customer experience. I believe
0: Well look what he's yeah, done. Yeah. Look at the empire he's built on customer yeah. experience. And,
1: and how much I mean really so much of the things that we like about Amazon as customers is because they didn't say when somebody had a complaint that it was three days yeah. to the package, he didn't go, three days isn't quick enough. Be reasonable. Yeah. He said let's do two. And then he said, can we do one right. What about the same day? And what? so like, that's where that drives you and somebody was going to do it first. Mm. So he happened to
0: be the one pushing the envelope yeah. Of possibility.
1: Yeah. I think that that's what catch all is doing. And now with nail catch, um, I look forward to seeing any new products that you guys come up with. I know it's going to be uh, a year promoting this one. I'm sure. Yeah. And um, what do you think? Uh, I invite you to cu- uh, comment below. What do you think customers, homeowners, really want in a roofer? Comment below if you have anything else. I really appreciate you guys watching. I appreciate you being yeah, on. Yeah, I
0: appreciate you a lot.
1: You wanna give the website, um, and yeah. anything else you wanna say up catchall.com,
0: you, have... you can look at the landscape protection and the nail catch, website gutter protection, catchall.com. We're here to help. We wanna elevate the industry as a whole.
1: Awesome, the podcast is put on by hookagency.com, hookagency all over social. Please rate and review the podcast if you're listening. Give it a thumbs up if you're watching on YouTube. All right, bye.